Okay, cool. It's a little weird watching me hold this <laughs> tiny little mic. <laughs> it's okay. It's normal. <laughs> well, welcome to episode 10. Double digits, baby. We did Woo-hoo. it. We finally nailed it. All right. It's the Beanie Boys. My name's Jan. And my name's Archer. And today we have a lovely, beautiful, extravagant, extraordinary YouTube star presence <laughs> she just uploaded her first youtube video today so soon enough baby Woo. <laughs> Woohoo. who is this you never said a name yeah I'm like... <laughs> well i wasn't done uh, <laughs> amazing uh, <laughs> it's my it's my beautiful lovely girlfriend julia hanusa hello Hello. Welcome, Julia. Welcome Thank on. you. thanks for having me beanie boys the of beanie course. boys welcome you we're actually <laughs> If you hear any background names or anything, it's because we're recording inside of, what's this place called? Uh, the Matcha House. The Matcha House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a house where they sell you matcha. Obviously. It's actually made of matcha. It's, so. yeah, it melts the walls the are green. Um, if, you look, melt. if you look onto our Instagram highlight clip, then you'll definitely see that it probably is made out of matcha. It's really it nice, be. though. It has really nice scenery. I like it. It's a, it's a very calming place, and that wall right there is pretty cool, too. Yeah. But you know what's, uh, what's even cooler? What? being nice being being nice to people is that really cooler yeah yeah it is cool (laughs) (laughs) it's actually today's topic if you guys didn't know it's being nice all right what do you have to say about being nice archer well i give you the you want the definition of being nice or do you want my definition of being nice i want textbook definition (laughs) all right textbook definition is being pleasant or agreeable but in for a person is being pleasant in manner or good-natured now, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Well, I do agree with that because I'm using it towards people of being nice. Now, what's that Wikipedia definition for it? The what? The <laughs> you mean the definition. Urban Dictionary? Oh, the Urban Dictionary, yeah. <laughs> the Urban Dictionary definition was using it in a pause of a sentence when you have nothing to say. Mm. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> what do you think it, it is to be nice, Julia? Oh, gosh. That's, you know, it's hard to define the word being nice without using the word nice or a word that's like basically just a synonym. Um, but I think it is doing your best to do the next right thing. If we're talking about people, it's trying to do the next right thing and to cause no harm to others. That's what it means to me. Yeah, that's a, that's a good right. point. I agree with that one. I think that I think that the biggest thing to take away from someone trying to be nice or someone that is nice is that they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart, not expecting anything mm. else. So nice people are, what's that, altruistic? Would you altruistic. Say? I would say if, I mean, I think that non-altruistic people can also be nice. You think so? Absolutely. I think everybody has the capability of being nice. I think that, I think that the hardest thing for for me to grasp is that someone's just doing something, you know, because they feel like it's the right thing to do. I always feel like someone mm-hmm. has a hidden agenda, but maybe that's the pessimist in me. You know, it's funny because I'm the opposite and I always feel like nobody has a hidden agenda. So I'm always surprised when they do. 
What do you think, Archie? I haven't said anything because I'm a fucking dick. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it makes sense. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of agree with like Jan's point. I think like being nice is doing like an act or even thinking, um, or having a statement that's definitely in a non-selfish way. So something that doesn't really benefit you in any way, or you're not looking for benefits out of it. You're doing something just out of the kindness of your heart, just being like, oh. Let me say something to someone, just cheer up their day or like, oh, let me do this for someone because I feel like it would make them happier. I kind of feel like that's what being nice is. I agree with that. I mean, uh, it could be as simple as holding open the door or being polite when you're ordering your coffee or saying thank you when somebody does something for you. Like there's different ways to be nice that aren't like a big grand thoughtful thing because that's different. Mm -hmm. That's being thoughtful, you know? Um, so I feel like you can be nice, like people can have nice moments, even if they're not a completely altruistic person. Right. What, has being nice gotten you anywhere? Or is the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, or do is, nice guys finish yeah, last? Yeah, or do nice guys finish um, last? Yeah, I have I a mean, point to that. <laughs> You go, you go first. I'm going to think about that one. Okay, so your statement, nice guys finish last, I don't think they do. I think it's nice unconfident guys finish last guys who don't have confidence you could be nice but if you don't have any confidence to approach your woman or to approach your other fellow then that's just on you for finishing last you can be nice but lack confidence yeah Yeah, no i definitely think that's true i think that um i mean i feel like i've been nice my whole life i mean we all have our moments right you guys have seen them um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hate you both. Um but I think that you can be nice and still achieve all of your goals. I think that that is where boundaries come in and that is where having confidence comes in because if you're too nice, right? You're really not being nice to yourself and I think that that is important. Like if you are too nice, sometimes you can be a pushover. So I've experienced this mm. in my life where I thought I was being nice, but really I was putting myself in a position to be walked all over, taken advantage of. Um, and that's not nice to me. So you need to like set a boundary. Like you could yeah. be nice, but definitely set a boundary of when you're being too nice, I guess. Right, right. Or, or realize when there's a difference between being nice and being a pushover. You know, um, for instance, if, you know, say you aren't telling somebody the way you feel about something because you're trying to be nice, that's not actually nice. No. Because being honest with them is the nice thing to do, even though that's hard. And in the moment, it might feel like you're not being nice. When I think of being nice, I think of back to when I was a younger kid and I was like in middle school. And it's like you did things because, you know, they were your friends and you felt like it was the right thing to do. But then I start thinking about it and I'm like, we were so innocent as kids because mm-hmm. we thought everything we did was for like the right reason or, you know, this or that. And then you get older and you're like, I have to be nice so that the situation isn't awkward or I have to be nice so this person doesn't feel bad. You know, like when you were a kid, you just did what you did. Well, and I think when you're a kid, you think everything's with good intentions until you have someone that tells you that you're wrong or tells you that what you're doing is not nice or not good. Like, when a kid tells you that you look fat, 
because kids do that, right? Like they say that. (laughs) That's not nice. But they don't know that yet. They're just stating what they see. And you might not even be fat, right? Um, Because that's a whole other conversation. Uh, I'll come back on the podcast for that one. But, um, you know, they say that because to them it's the truth, you know, and, and they're just saying what they see. And it makes sense to them, but it's not nice by societal definitions. Oh, that's true. Now, if we were to go back 50 years into like the 60s, technically, right? It's the 70s now. 70s, 67. 2020, baby. Oh, my God. Okay. I know, right? Yeah. So if we went back to that time, what what would you call being nice? Would it be like buying someone a, a soda pop or something like that? Or would it be helping them fix their car, getting their milk? Uh... Because I, I feel like people didn't, like, they, they st- stuck to their small groups back then. Like, your family friends, your close friends that you met in school. Yeah. But you didn't, you weren't nice to anyone else, really. Like, I feel yeah. like everyone just kind of went about their day. You know what? work or whatever. I feel like a lot of things that maybe we hear from our family or things we see on TV uh, definitely depict um, kind of different things of being nice. And I remember I had an old friend, and he told me he grew up uh, in a small town. Um, this was like around 2010, early 2000s, but they, if there was an accident with cars there, since everyone knew each other, they would just try and fix it. They wouldn't call insurance or anything like that. They would just try and have an act or kindness of gesture to just do it together rather than like file a claim or anything like that. I think for the seventies, that's probably what they, like, they probably did that a lot, to be honest. I mean, I feel like in smaller towns and stuff. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't with, know about like with what was going on in the 70s. I don't know, you know, <laughs> man. <laughs> I think that things were very similar to what they are now, just because their networks were smaller doesn't mean that they're nice is any different, you know, like they didn't have social media like we do. So so now we have these online personas and um, some people are nicer online and a lot of people are quite the opposite. Keyboard warriors. Yep, Keyboard, keyboard warriors, warriors, trolls, whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, what's a keyboard warrior? Those are the people who are super brave behind a keyboard. Like they put on their suit of armor of the keyboard so that they can just Mm. rip people a new one online. Mm. They'll be Mm. like, oh yeah, you really think you could just walk around and do whatever you want, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, you meet them in person. They're like, bro, please don't touch me. I'm scared. Right. It's the people who wouldn't say, who wouldn't speak out like that in real life because Mm. they'd be afraid of the consequences, but they suddenly get this crazy confidence and, and feeling like they you know, are immune to anything that happens online. Um, But I feel like in the 70s, yeah, their networks were smaller, but that doesn't mean that the impacts of their niceness changed. And it could have looked like in the 70s, you know, I don't know, like just love, peace and love and all that shit, right? Like, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, so then how about this? Since we don't think that it's changed much over the years, what do we think about like what it's done to us over the years? Not that like, you know, it's mutated us as like weird humans, but let's say that the way that you're raised, do you think that how nice people were in the past affected your parents, thus affecting how you were raised, thus it affects you? Do you think oh, it has like a one hundred percent? What is it called? The, the butterfly flaps its wing on one side of the, the butterfly world. effect. That would be what <laughs> yeah. it would be called because well, yeah. the butterfly flaps you know? its dang wings. Come on, um, <laughs> but I definitely think that your upbringing has a huge impact on. Sorry, thank you. Uh, it has a huge impact on 
how nice you are, what your definition of nice is, or the boundaries that you set when it comes to being nice. And I feel like our parents 100% were impacted by their parents and their life experiences. And it's a trickle down effect. It's the same thing where like, if your parents are struggling with um, a mental illness or emotional struggles, and they don't go to therapy, they don't deal with that, all of that baggage is getting put in onto you mm. as their child. And That's that true. impacts you. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure that I've got a lot of like, unresolved issues in my life (laughs) (laughs) isn't that true no comment (laughs) Uh, the beanie boys talk about it all um but i don't know it's just like thinking about it like everyone that i know that's really nice and from a different generation i can only imagine how they were raised because it's like for example i was raised with fear my mom would like yell. She would like smack my butt. If I acted up, she would smack my arm. You know, it wasn't like a don't do that, son. Like, you know, it was it was tough love kind of thing. So I can only imagine how she was raised. And now I'm I'm thinking like, what was nice to my mom? Like, what was a nice Mm. gesture from her parents? Like, you know, telling her that she did great in school or uh, you know, true. not hitting her one day or something like that. You know, mm. I don't know. That's, That's a true. really interesting point. Um, I'll say I was spanked twice in my life. And I think I got into an actual like fight with my dad like three times in my life. And that's it. Um, and I, I bet one of those three times was one of the times I got spanked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, I mean, my family, we were raised like they're just loving you know, um, and I, I can't speak for how my grandparents were raised because I honestly haven't asked and I should ask. Um, mm-hmm. But my grandparents are very loving. Jan's met them. They're probably the nicest people you've ever met in your entire yeah. life. Um, they, I mean, my grandpa's a pastor and my grandma's a pastor's wife, obviously. Um, so they, you know, spent their lives uh, serving others and serving the church and taking people into their home. And like, I don't know, they like my grandma, you you wouldn't see her ever saying a mean thing about anybody. Right. Like if she doesn't like somebody, you would never know. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that just raises the question again. Like what was that considered nice, not saying something or was nice, you know, a completely different. Well, I think in that situation, that's nice not saying something. Cause it's not like my grandma would never gossip, you right. know, but like you, the reason, the reason I asked that is because keep in mind, your grandparents and with their age they were raised in a very different era yeah. where racism was prevalent like everything was like you know really high intensity the you know they went through the great uh depression they went through recession they went through all that stuff so it's like for them not to say something to someone you know that that probably took a lot of like like in what way do you mean like for example like not saying something to someone that's mean that might be like really oh. nice of someone I don't think that that was the case. I mean, they were just really nice to others, but I, I'm not sure how they would deal with seeing somebody else be racist towards another person. I don't think that they would stand for that, you know, or like um, having somebody else talk negatively about somebody. They shut that down like they're not right. really right. big in that, yeah, you know, I, mean, yeah. um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, it's it's all like, you know, very, very distant. And we obviously didn't live those lives, so we don't know. But I can only imagine. So here here's the thing I have for you for different generational niceness. Um, Something that I experience is 
working now and have social media by our side. We get to see everyone express their feelings and stuff like that. You know how mad people can get when you show up to a business 30 minutes before they close or 15 minutes before they close. We think being nice is not going just so they can close earlier or they feel like they have a, a more like easy routine for the night. But like my grandparents, for instance, think that it's just their job. When they're open, they're open. They want to go in and order stuff. They go in and order stuff 10 minutes before, five minutes before. And they don't view it as being nice or something. They just view it as that's their job. We view it as being nice to like the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, I feel bad. Like, let me not go. And we think that's being nice. Like, do you think there's like a difference there? Do you, I mean. Call me old fashioned, but I mean, we talked about this um I think episode seven or eight, can't remember now, but I I think that if you're at a place to do a job and someone shows up, there's no reason why you should be upset. You know, someone's there to mm-hmm. purchase because that's what the business is. Yeah. I mean, I'm with Jan on this. Like, mm-hmm. it, don't get me wrong. It's rare. Like, I would never go to a restaurant and sit down 20 minutes before they close. <laughs> right, right? right. Like, right. I'm not going to do that because yeah. then I feel I it's. Not necessarily for them, but which sounds terrible, but like you spend your whole dining experience feeling like, oh my God, I'm such a burden. Mm-hmm. So I guess it is kind of for them, but also because I don't want to feel that way yeah. too. Um, but like, you know, if somebody shows up right as we're closing at my work or even a minute after, I'm still going to help them. Mm-hmm. Like, because to me, the nice thing to do, the kind thing to do, the compassionate thing to do is to serve them because they probably got stuck at a traffic light or maybe they, you know, got into a car accident on their way and they're picking this up for some, somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. you never know what the situation is. So for me, the nice thing to do is to serve them and to be kind about it and not make them feel rushed to not make them feel like they're an inconvenience because they're not. Yeah, hmm. there was a there was a really interesting point um, there because something happened today at work and I was asking everyone that I was working with. If someone comes in, you know, with Corona and everything, if someone comes in not wearing a mask, they don't have one, they don't want to wear one. And, you know, they're, they're not going to at any point put on a mask. Do you ask them to leave? Obviously. But I said, but what if it's raining outside? Because at the time it was, I was like, are you going to ask this person to go stand outside and wait in the rain for their drink? And everyone that I worked with was like, well, yeah, because that's the policy. And I'm like, Mm. policies are there so that you have a guideline. But you also have to lead with compassion. You're human before everything else. And this person shouldn't have to go stand in the rain because of a virus they have no should control Should act with over. kindness, yeah, no matter yeah. like what your like policy is, I guess. Yeah. But in the middle of a pandemic, is that kind to the other customers in the building? Mm. That's a really tough one. That is really tough. It is a tough one. And it depends on oh, the situation. Man. But you'd, ha- you'd have to, I mean, each situation is unique. You have to be consistent with the policy. But... You have to be mindful of others. I think if yeah. nobody was else was in the lobby or nobody else was waiting in the same general area, then sure, let them wait, get their coffee, oh make God. a point of doing it quickly. But that's a tough one. That's really that's tough. That's a really tough I'd, one. I'd quit. I'd leave. <laughs> I'd leave <laughs> with it. the customer. That's, that's it. Yeah, let's go, man. I'd be like, hey, come on. You. We're going to both go. <laughs> <laughs> I know another place. Oh, my God. No, I, oh, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's hard because it's like right now with you know with everything going on, just trying to be, just trying to be that person that stays positive or you know mm-hmm. nice throughout everything is really difficult because, you know, sometimes you just don't have it in you or sometimes, sometimes you, you just want to snap. <laughs> just, 
um i do have a question for this guy across the table here um Who, so there for those was, of you that don't know um yeah, i'm across Archer. the table from julia they were gonna figure it out when you answered the question jesus um anywho um speaking of being nice so something i've witnessed you do previously at your job when we worked in the same place um was you grabbed your umbrella and walked somebody out to the car nobody asked you to do that that's not something that you were trained to do i didn't ask you to do it the customer didn't ask for it so that's an example of being nice and just doing the right thing for that person going above and beyond to do it what made you do that i mean like i mean i looked i looked at the situation and like we didn't really have anyone coming in so i wasn't too busy so i was like oh let me just be really nice and walk this person out because it was raining outside and i was like they're just they're just something in me that i was like let me go and help them out there was um uh, i don't know it just kind of happens a lot for me like there's a situation at another place i worked where this person got to a car accident and they rolled into our parking lot and i like ran out there i like dropped my uniform and i ran outside and i helped them put their bumper back on their car and they were like crying and stuff and i was just trying to help them out and i don't know when it comes to like things like that i just really like to just jump into action and help out i mean given I do have like a lot of energy. I always like to kind of give back. That's kind of the main thing of why I wanted to go to the fire department and stuff. But like, I just like to jump into action, help people when now, it comes to things. Now, let's say that you were the one driving that car and your bumper flew off and you're just having a shit day and no one comes over to help you put on the bumper. And but you see everyone watching. What's like, what's your interpretation of the situation? Do you I think mean, everyone's just an a-hole? For or? me... In my perspective, I don't think everyone's an a-hole because this was my issue that I had to deal with. I've been in an accident before where I've been in two accidents before where people have just watched and not helped out. And I didn't think anything of them. I just thought of like, oh, gosh, I have to fix this. Like, I didn't think of anything of anyone else. I think so. that I think that for I, I don't know, maybe I'm just <laughs> it's just me. You know, me. I'm a, I'm a negative, pessimistic person. And if I see everyone just watching, I would get so mad. I'd get so pissed and just be like, all of you are just sitting there watching and no one's going to do anything. Not help <laughs> me, not applaud, not cry, nothing. I want a reaction. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just maybe I'm I mean, freaking expecting too much from society. I, guess. No, I feel that sometimes, you know, like if you're struggling and people are watching you, they should help. So I get frustrated by that because that's what I would do. Yeah. Or that's what I would, you know, like if it were at work, I'd find a way for me or somebody to go help them. You know, it's like because right. it, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So what other realms of, of our lives do niceness leak into? Obviously, like compassion and and like helping people in moments of need where there's like an accident. But does being nice ever help in business? Uh, yeah, tremendously. I, I've, I've been into a bunch of businesses where like, I would, I would go back there because I just, they decided to open up a conversation with me and they didn't have to conversate with me. They didn't have to try and help me out, but these places, they went out of their way instead of just selling me something or instead of just doing a service, because that's literally like just what their job interpretation is. They went out of their way to try and get to know me as a person or just even develop a conversation. And that was so nice of them. And it just brought me back to their business. I was like, wow, I was like, that was a really nice conversation. I want to go back there. Or like I even had my mailman when he was on a normal route. He was just a nice guy. Anytime I talked to him how he's doing, 
he would continue a conversation with me. And then we, when he became not my mailman anymore, I got kind of sad. Okay. Now let me pose a slightly different version of this question. Let's say you're in a place where you have to conduct business. Okay. Expenses. You handle a lot of money. You handle accounts. Right. <laughs> and people are trying to weasel their way into milking you for every penny. So that's different. I have a friend actually, and I won't say what he he sells things and he is very he said he's very he's salesman no he's not a drug. <laughs> he sells like he sells car tires right right but <laughs> if he listens to this he's gonna know i'm talking about him but he's very salesman like he's not really nice when it comes to selling stuff he's just very salesman about it he's like hey it's this i'm firm with this that's it get lost like he's very hard stern not nice at all but he does get good business. Like he does sell a lot. He he does get good business. So now let's just let's just paint a scenario real quick. I, I see Julia really wants to jump in. Um, but let's just paint a scenario. Typical. Real quick. This is so freaking typical. Go on. <laughs> you guys just man. keep talking, man. All um, right. Um, so let's say that you have the salesman who's trying to sell tires. But what if he is too nice? What if he's just very lenient on the price? He doesn't really like you know care about if people are, are stealing from him this and that i mean is he gonna finish last do nice guys finish last that's not being too nice it's being a fucking idiot that's true <laughs> if you're, being, if, if you're saying i sell tires for 400 dollars and you decide to sell for 50 dollars because <laughs> you decide to be so lenient on the price then they're no. dumb that's just bad sales that's, that's just so bad sales stupid. no you can't do that like that is not having any backbone whatsoever that type of person wouldn't last more than a month in business because they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't because they aren't making any money because they're giving their shit away mm -hmm. you can't do that i mean that's not being nice you know i think a, a lot of times too i don't know who i was talking about it with recently maybe i was watching on tv who, who the hell knows anymore maybe um, me maybe you i don't know but we were talking about you know if you have like one of those really annoying salespeople right or a car salesman and they're super super annoying very persistent very in your face they follow up daily um they end up having great sales because they're so annoying and you want to get them off your back right right so like those it's effective it's not necessarily that they're nice it's not necessarily that um you really liked them and connected with them it's that they're so persistent and annoying that you just, you just want to be done with it. And right. I've done that, right? Like even when, um, you know, I recently refinanced my home and I didn't want to do the back and forth. So eventually I just, you know, I was like, okay, give me your lowest rate. Let's be done here. Right. Like right. I don't, I don't want to keep doing this back and forth. Do you see the, the tiny little mic? <laughs> We're looking into the camera. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, just kind of getting rid of the, the pesky salesman. Right. Like you can't be, that's, yeah, the scenario you described, it's not being too nice. It's just being dumb <laughs> and not having a backbone. I at will all. say though, okay, so when I went to go purchase my, my second car I bought because my first one got to an accident and it was total, I had to go get a new car. I went to a car dealership and like how a salesman is, they're going to be very annoying, very thing about it. And I asked him to lower the price just by a few hundred dollars, waive the fees, be like, I just want to pay this amount. And that's it. And he's like, oh, come on, come in, everything. And then my friend who sells tires, actually, he talked with him. He's like, he's going to pay this much in cash right now. And that's it. 
And the guy was like, okay, we could talk about this. He's like, no. And he ended the call. We went and purchased from another place. So I think being nice in that scenario of like, you know what? Yeah, I can. Because if you're buying like a used car, a few hundred dollars off doesn't really matter too much. You just want to get rid of it. That's a sale for you, sale for the business, whatever. But being nice as being like, you know what? Yeah, we can. That could have helped you out in your business yeah. rather than not trying to be annoying and bring you back or not trying to be stern on a price and not being nice at all. Okay, so so now I got a question. When when these people do these random acts of kindness online, what what do you guys think about that? Do you guys think that those people are genuine or do you think that they're doing it so What do, what do you mean by random acts of kindness online? Like they'll you know, they'll buy someone a coffee or they'll buy someone a pizza, but then they'll record it and put it on hmm. the internet. Oh. That's performative hmm. and self serving. Yeah. So it's I, not it's not nice. That well, no, not okay. if you're recording it and posting it on social media to have an ulterior motive. But if it's something like like sometimes celebrities or influencers will post like a Starbucks barcode for people to use, you know, like a gift card or whatever to use <laughs> that for like a hundred bucks or something. Well, I guess that's nice, right? I don't know. But they're probably doing it to put exposure on themselves, yeah. you know? That's so, true. Yeah. That's why I'm like that's why the pessimist in me is always like nothing that anyone does that that's plus nice. if it's i get like, to that barcode first i could just buy a hundred dollars worth of like a gift card somewhere else <laughs> that a hundred dollars will be gone <laughs> um, <laughs> i believe that stuff is gone real quick <laughs> yeah i i think that truly genuinely kind acts are done in not necessarily in secret you know like um sorry um like for instance fundraising that requires being public about it that requires mm. spreading awareness and contacting sure. others and updating people on your goals and and i can speak from experience that when i brought people along in my fundraising journey and included them and this is where i'm at this is how much i have to go okay i hit this this is my mm. next goal right that got other people excited and passionate about it too so that i i was able to raise more that way but say like buying lunch for um somebody you see begging for money or food on the on the street you know that doesn't need to be something that you share with others that can be something that you just run in and you grab food and or a gift card or something like that um like i previously had um kept like some gift cards around so i could give them out and i didn't need to tell anybody that i did that you know right. do um, you quick question do you think going back to buying like uh, a homeless person food and stuff Yes, it is your own selfish exposure, but do you think it would help them out if they said in their video, just like, hey, just do this act of kindness. You don't have to record it. Just do this because maybe they have a big following. So they're trying to tell everyone, hey, just do this act of kindness. I think it, it, say one day I hit yeah. it big, right? And now I'm a I'm a lifestyle influencer, right? Okay, I'm picturing <laughs> it now. It's great. Um, and I want to promote people to do more kind things. What I would do is post a list of suggestions and say, hey, do these things and don't tell anybody about it, but do them anyway, because that's when you're being genuine. Right. Now, there, again, there are things that you want to tell people all about because you want to mm -hmm. get them excited about it, too. But you can do nice things for other people without telling anybody about it. I think that's OK. The crazy thing is that if you know anything about anything on YouTube, these people that are uploading these videos with like, you know, them giving homeless people food or buying them clothing and they're 10 minutes long, you know, they're monetizing, you know, that they're freaking cashing 10 minutes, ads. one second. That's two ad revenue, baby. That's <laughs> like, and then 10 million views. You best believe they're making a hundred thousand dollars on ads. 
So now they're capitalizing on somebody else's pain and struggle. And I think that's bullshit. Right. And I don't think that's nice. And that's why I'm saying like a lot of these people make make it seem like they're doing these things with good intention. But in reality, it's just for their own personal gain. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's why that's why I'm like just so hesitant about what is nice and what isn't nice. Well, you know, it's hard. And I, I again, I don't think that all nice has to be genuine for it to still be nice. Like uh, somebody could be helping me out at work because it makes them look better. Right. Mm. But to me, it's still nice that they're helping me out. Right. You know? Yeah. So it, while they might have their own ulterior motives that I don't know about, like I still feel better because they help me. I mean, being like in the perspective of like being a homeless person or maybe just someone who's given food I, I see or maybe I don't see that they're recording me. I, I mean, I can still think of it as, wow, that was such a nice gesture. They got me my meals for the day and some clothes or something. Right. That homeless person well, may it, never know. Yeah, it's the different, I guess, is different sides. Mm-hmm. Different sides of the coin, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, it is, yeah. So what do you want What do you want to tell the audience, Julia? Do you want to let them know anything? Do Are you doing any passion projects right now? What about that YouTube video? Tell us a little bit you about that. You just like put me on the spot, bro. Um, well, we're nearing the end of the episode, so I want to get any information that you want to put out there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Julia is starting her own. I can speak for myself. Thank you. <laughs> so I just started my YouTube channel with love, Julia. Um, Yana actually came up with the name and I was struggling to come up with one, uh, but it's actually meant to be a part of my blog. So I'm going to be launching my blog later this week, fingers crossed, hopefully <laughs> with again, the help of Yana over here. Um, and I've wanted to do a blog for the last five years. I actually signed up for a blog course back in uh, 2016 and never did it. I'm very <laughs> glad that it still works now. Um, so I'm excited to start that. And I've just always felt this kind of um, pull towards helping other people um, towards I love developing others like that is my favorite part of being a leader is getting to develop other people and connect with other people. So I love that a blog kind of allows you to use your life experiences to help others develop or to even just to tell other people like, hey, you're not alone. Um, you know, cause I feel like I've been through a lot, especially the last five years. And from that, I have some wisdom to share. Um, and hopefully somebody can take away from that. Uh, the blog is going to have a cooking portion. I'm very passionate about cooking and baking. So there will definitely be food involved. Uh, food is probably my favorite thing in the world mm-hmm. next to sorry, coffee Jan. and <laughs> Jan is, I'm sorry, your third on that third. list. <laughs> hey, I still made top three. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know, that dog. <laughs> Jackson is pretty great too. Oh yeah. Um, until he bites you. True. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely food featured, um, traveling. I love traveling. We have a cruise coming up next summer. Hopefully mm-hmm. if Corona doesn't screw that up too. She's got to go uh, away. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, we'll feature a lifestyle stuff. So like cleaning tips and like, I love to clean at home. I, you wouldn't guess it looking at our house right now, but I do <laughs> love cleaning um we're gonna do some budgeting stuff and just like mental health stuff i've struggled with mental illness pretty much my whole life so i want to kind of get the word out on that um just general growing and learning type of stuff um so the youtube will be kind of a part of that mostly featuring the cooking videos but i'm gonna do different things too like i love to craft so i'm gonna figure out how to videotape crafting and uh do all of that stuff so 
Awesome. We'll see. I'm nice. excited. And that's, yeah, nice. That's what you call nice. Nice. <laughs> nice by showing everyone, you know, how to do things and helping them out through their, their hardships and also nice. Yeah. A really good idea. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, being relatable, like, I don't know, like recipes that anybody can make, you yeah. know, I don't know. Yeah, I want to no. make it easy I, no, to I be a person. You. Yeah, it makes oh. sense. All right. Well, I guess uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, episode 10. I can't believe it. We did it. We passed the threshold. Double digits, baby. Yeah, that's Dang. right. Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for episode 11. Uh, maybe we'll double up this week. I don't know. We'll Ooh, see. maybe. Who knows? Um, but yeah, any any parting words, anyone? Yeah, uh, go out there and do something nice for somebody today. Like genuinely nice. And yeah. don't brag about it on social media. Yeah, don't listen to this podcast and then be like, I want to go do something nice. Just be a genuinely good person. No, go do something nice, though. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. What was I thinking? Thank you. All right, peace. All right, see ya.